Welcome to Wake Forest University Department of Counseling Podcast. I'm Dr. Bob Nations with one of my most esteemed colleagues, Shannon Warden. Dr. Warden is here, and we are in the studio with one of our favorite persons. We're with Dr. Tammy Cashwell, who's my girl. But, Bob, I got to tell you, Tammy, I thought he said extinct. One of my most extinct. <laughs> Did I say extinct? Okay. No, I think he said esteemed. Esteemed. But it sound a little esteemed. 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 I'm having feelings. Esteemed. No, don't. You got to work on those cognitive distortions. Oh, I just cognitively distorted you know? that. I need to dial it back. We can help you process this. We can help process it. <laughs> well, listen, I got to say, listeners don't always, you won't really ever get to hear our pre-record chat. But I'm just telling you, I think we probably could make at least a dollar on some of that on the pre-record. <laughs> so I'm not going to rehash, but we were just having a, you know, kind of a mm, little bit of a gross convo about roadkill. So I'm going to just, I'm still trying to recover. So okay, Tammy, so we, <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I am getting ready to recover strong, listener. Hold it. on. Uh-huh. Okay, big gulp. I'm big ready. She's ready. Tammy Cashwell is here. <laughs> Seriously, Bob, I love Dr. Tammy Cashwell. <laughs> don't we? Don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> and you're like hillbilly kindred. We are. <laughs> I think yes. so. <laughs> we can go country on you real quick, I think. We can. You speak a lot of language. And you no. make me feel a lot more educated. <laughs> I'm glad to, to improve you. Yeah, no, I love y'all. Your I love own y'all. self-esteem. That's good. Okay, Bob, you're not the problem, Bob. I am. I'm going to get it together. We're going to bring her some possum next week, Bob. We will. Uh, okay. All right. Possums to you. Yeah. Guess what we're talking about, Bob, in oh, this I'm sorry. episode. I'm just going to whip it inside here. <laughs> what we're going to yeah, I love you both. Listen, what we're talking about is, because um, get ready. So, you know, we're always talking. We're always talking to mm-hmm. potential students, current yes, students, are. alums, friends of the programs. We're talking, um, obviously, the Department of Counseling at Wake Forest University. We're talking about our clinical mental health counseling uh, master's degree. We're talking about our school counseling master's degree. But I'm, so, so of that broad audience that we might be uh, reaching out to right now, Many of y'all would wonder, well, how does a how does a student thrive once they're in the program? How do they thrive? You know, obviously, on the faculty end of these on this conversation, we are always monitoring. You know, gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of our responsibility is to prepare students and to gatekeep. And you can, certainly, listener, you can look up gatekeeping and counselor education to get more background on that. But it's important. We really stand by that as an important part of our work, making sure that that counselor is ready for the field. So between wanting to come in and help people be better, new, new counselor or new, new student coming in, to, all right, I'm ready. I've graduated. Here I come, world. Between there, for our campus program, it's a two-year process. For our online program, it's a three-year process. One is full-time, one is part-time. Mm-hmm. How do students thrive? And I know it's a big old question, so we're going to break it down a little bit. Um, but let's just kind of get the conversation rolling here. How will a student thrive? How are they going to really succeed in our program? Tammy, I'm going to start with you, if you don't mind, because you're our I guest. I don't mind a bit. Okay. And um, appreciate you. What do you think, Tammy? What does a student need to know, a potential um, student? What do they need to know, or current student? What do they need to know uh, on that topic of how is it they're going to thrive? How is it they're really going to do well? And part of that being that we're seeing them do well. We can give them that positive feedback. It's not just them feeling they're doing well, but we can actually give them that feedback. What? How, how are they going to thrive in the program? What sort of good feedback are they going to get if they're thriving? Mm, a couple things come to mind. Um, when you're in classes, 
if you're in the on-campus program, uh, don't be afraid to speak up. Like, we really do want to hear what you think. That's mm-hmm. part of the growth process. Okay. And when you speak, um, be open to feedback, mm-hmm. whatever feedback it is, because that's where the growth is going to come. You're, we're going to honor what you say. We may help you look at things differently. Um, we may correct some things that you say. If you knew everything before you got here, there'd be no reason for you to be here. Mm-hmm. So we we want to help you grow, but a block to growth is that I've seen is hesitancy to speak and share what you think and try things out in this setting with us, um, and also um, letting that ego get in the way so that if you are told something different than what you think or you're asked to consider something different I've seen people just shut down Um, so remain open Mm -hmm. Uh, so when you're in class we want to hear from you take a chance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. step off the cliff don't worry about being right or wrong what you'll find out in the program is there are a lot of areas of gray Mm-hmm. Very few areas of black and white. I can't even think of any right now, but lots of things on the continuum. So we're not we're not looking to get you. We're looking to introduce you to new thoughts, new ways of thinking, new ways of being with people. Um, so st- so come open and stay open. And stay open. Even though, and, and that feedback, Bob, is not only coming from faculty. I mean, obviously the evaluative feedback um, that corrective feedback um, that you're referencing there, it's going to come from faculty. But if you think in, say, a campus class of typically about 15 students, or even in our online master's program, our sections or our, I should say, cohorts tend to be about the same, you know, or class sections tend to be about the same around 15. Um, you know, if you think all 15 people are invited to be open, there's inevitably going to be some clash of ideas or clash of culture and values. Mm-hmm. So come open, be open to sharing, open to the process, but then open when you get feedback, even from a student, from a colleague. They might not like, or they might have questions about what you said in class. They might have questions about mm-hmm. what you said in a discussion board. Um, so I'm, I'm hearing come open, stay open, because that's going to be how that change happens, helping you become that better counselor, mm-hmm. better person. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're definitely not saying, hey, we're going to train you to be many us, many warden, many nations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We are inviting you to open your mind to different things. Mm -hmm. We're not saying we want you to come in here and change everything you think and change everything you believe. That's not it at all. We want you to be able to see different points of views. You may still hold on to your same set of views and beliefs, what we're hoping is that you can see and accept other people's as well. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so to be respectful and to be curious and engaging with, with others and with the professors and to be able to have a perspective uh, opening at times and challenged. Uh, so it's not so much you have to believe something a certain way, but to right. be able to be present with others who may share different beliefs and be able to grow and learn together in your cohort um, and in your classes. Mm. So that's yeah. what I'm hearing. That's, you know, that's, that's how we about. learn. That's how I learn yeah. mm-hmm. as, a, as a teacher is to hear perspectives from students, things that I wouldn't have thought about before. Mm-hmm. 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 And, yeah. and I welcome that. And I welcome the 
conflict for lack of a better word, but just the the graceful um, way of discussing with each other without being disrespectful mm-hmm. to each other, holding that space for you to have a different opinion from me, um, to be able to talk about things without a fight ensuing. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like in our culture today that seems to be the norm, that people get very ramped up very quickly. I have to prove I'm right and you're wrong. Right. You know, it's, yes. and that's, that's not what we're about. Yes. No. Yeah. It's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about it's, let's look at the whole picture and can yeah. we come together and talk about it. Yeah, and I hear the the image at times we say, look look through these lens. If you look through these lens. Yeah. And what's really interesting is to have conversations among uh, the faculty at times about our different theoretical orientations and how we'll look at the issue uh, through different lens. And, and so that's what we bring to our students, too, is opportunities to hear those kinds of different views and, and to be open to that and to learn from that. That's mm-hmm. that, that helps students thrive, I think. And th- there's going to be hard times. Graduate school is difficult. We mm-hmm. ask a lot of you academically, so mentally, emotionally, we're asking you to really delve deep and make some changes. Um, another way to thrive is twofold. Don't judge yourself for that, first of all. Hmm. It's okay for things to get difficult. It's okay for you to get upset or angry or sad or whatever. Um, the second half of that is be also reach out to us and let us know when you're struggling so that we can help you through that process. You don't have to go through it alone. It's okay to come and say, God, I'm, you know, all these new ideas are coming at me and I've got all these classes and all these papers and all these exams and I'm drowning mm-hmm. and I just, I, I need some help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're not mm-hmm. going to judge you for that because we've all been in that place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we will have conversation with you Absolutely. about Absolutely. You know, that goes back to the openness. Sure. And, and so we'd like... I mean, certainly we're willing on the faculty end to be open about that. But what I think what we're talking about here is, student, we want you to be open to both initiating at times, um, you know, where you're having some concerns or feelings, so you, you're coming to us so we can help you with that. But should we come to you, and it might not have been initiated by you, is to, you know, just watch the defenses there. They're natural, too, right? Our defenses mm-hmm. flare up. They are, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, this feels Survival. uncomfortable. Survival, right? Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. Uh-oh. You know, I know you're saying your heart is not one of judgment, but I know I'm out of bounds here potentially. And yeah. that's difficult to really own up to that. And, and now the faculty person is, is coming, you know, to me mm-hmm. and maybe emailing me, say, hey, let's set up a conversation, a phone meeting, or let's set up an office meeting. That can be difficult. So, so those defenses go into place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what we're asking is even if you've not initiated, the door is open for you to do that. But if you've not and that feedback is coming your way, mm-hmm. We're asking you to trust the professionalism behind that yeah. and um, to just allow those defenses to lower just enough so that you can keep an openness. What is this and how is it going to help me versus mm-hmm. more instinctively, how is it going to hurt me? No, would you just would you work? Just give us a chance. Give the process a chance. Lower those defenses so that um, you can see how, in fact, this might help you grow mm-hmm. as a counselor. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's like be be open to coming out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. in such That's ways, it. and to trust the process, and that we're here for your professional growth, and we're professionals that come at it in such a way that we're focusing on your growth and well-being, and mm-hmm. trying to determine you know what we can do to help you be the best counselor you can be. 
Yeah. So that's that's what we're committed to. Mm-hmm. And the thing too, I was thinking too, all of our uh, on campus and online students have an advisor assigned to them, and I mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoy it when they call me and say, oh, yeah. "Here's what I'm going through," or "I just want to talk," or uh, "I'm thinking about moving forward in my professional life," and tell me what this is about, or who on faculty has, works in this area, you know, and and can I have a conversation with them? And I think we really enjoy those kinds of conversations with our students. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so and that, so that's that's beneficial too and that's how students thrive is when they utilize that access to 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 their advisors to our faculty yeah class good point just making use of those resources yes it's not that we've never experienced you know uh conflict Mm -hmm. of one type of another either between individual students or a student toward a faculty person you know or, or difference of some sort and there's you know a little tension it's not that we've never experienced that we have and we've you know, being really committed, invested to uh, professionalism ourselves and a love for training and a commitment to gatekeeping, we're really invested in having hard conversations. It, so I, I guess it might not be as, as comfortable for the student. It doesn't have to be as comfortable. It is comfortable for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, the intention, yes. the heart is such that it's, it's way more about let's work through this together versus, you know, more, the more critical, there's something wrong with you. And, you know, that's not it. Um, but we are looking on the return for that. We're looking that that student is, um, I'm going to use the word humble. Y'all might help me with a better word. But it's just humble, responsive, open. Back Tammy, to your word, open. Um, so that's those have been some of my uh, best thriving types of experiences. If a student, say, even, you know, had questions about something I was teaching or, you know, maybe they wanted a different type of teaching in the classroom or mm-hmm. online. They didn't like that I did a, something this way. They wished it had been done this way. You know, I, I, I receive that and make whatever changes I can make. But some of my best, uh, the thriving stories of students that have uh, been most positive for me is where the student and I were able to talk through. Well, let me hear more about what you're thinking. Well, I'm thinking this. Great. Okay, now that I might be able to do something about. This I'm not so sure of. But that, let's, let me give that a shot. Thank you, student, for being open to having this conversation versus, you know, closed off. I don't even know there's an issue or, you know, uh, maybe venting elsewhere with other students, you know. <laughs> that, that's not as productive. I mean, we obviously everybody's got to vent at times. But anyway, so openness, um, really what, watching those uh, defenses, um, recognizing the professional opportunity, growth opportunities for them, recognizing our, our commitment to them, our commitment to gatekeeping. These are definitely ways um, students can, can thrive inside the program. Mm-hmm. Bob, yeah. Oh, I just, think, I just think about it. graduate school is, is very challenging mm-hmm. on many, many levels, and, and rightly so. And we talk at times with our students about self-care and such things like that. And I think those that thrive, too, are also s- some folks that can keep it in perspective okay. and do the work and find out that there's times that they can do things to take care of themselves. Because mm-hmm. I know it gets stressful, particularly around exam time and mm-hmm. uh, when a bunch of assignments are due at one time mm-hmm. and various courses. Oh, gosh, don't go missing. You know, yeah. like oh, yes. you've had a student, yeah. I've had a student occasionally mm-hmm. who, you know, maybe – Maybe they've missed a class here on campus and without explanation, you know, I appreciate, you know, just mm-hmm. an explanation of, hey, not a good day or I need to take a class off or say you're in the online program, master's mm-hmm. program, um, either clinical mental health counseling or school counseling. Um, you know, you're, uh, you maybe just go missing there for a week or two. You, we, you cannot afford to do that. Mm-mm. We can't afford to lose contact with you for that extended period of time. So, um, 
and again, you know, I'm going to use the word investment. It's, it's a two-way investment. We're investing. You're investing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just in the now. It's in your future, the work, the, the um, ability, the preparation, you know, that you're going to need for that, those clients out there two years, three years down the road. Uh, for that matter, in practicum and internship, mm-hmm. you know, we're investing, we're asking you to invest. So don't lose contact with us, you know, either around an issue or say, I'm going to come back to the self-care, Bob. Mm-hmm. You know, let us know. This actually kind of blends something I think both of you are saying. Let us know that something's mm-hmm. going on. Yes. Um, let's see if we can, that we can work with it. Certainly we've had students uh, take leave, you mm-hmm. know, if it's something mm-hmm. that we can't, yes. you know, we can't hold off or suspend their educational program, not indefinitely. We can't. Oh, yeah, just take a pass. No, no, no. There's no <laughs> no pass like that. Um, but we absolutely have had students to take a leave to tend to their mm-hmm. well-being absolutely. in one mm-hmm. way or another. Um, so we're, we're firing up some good ideas here all around how to thrive in the program. Um, I want to hit on one here. Let's okay. talk about this is going to get it's going to get juicy here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I say juicy? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm saying it. Um, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, I need a better word, Bob. Bob's grinning. But you know what I mean? It's, it's, this can be potentially tense. I'm going to talk okay. about it this okay. way. Mm, okay. Emails. Yep. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. in the, mm-hmm. still in the heading of uh, professionalism, emails. I've had some students fire off some emails that were not professional. Hmm. That is not thriving. No. <laughs> it's not thriving. <laughs> you know, we're, I know, we've all in our lives, mm-hmm. you know, we should have taken one more day. We That's should have right. thought about it one more day. We should write have, it, but don't send it. Like, That's right. right. Write it, but don't send it. You know, my mom's great counsel, put it under your pillow, mm-hmm. sleep on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we've all done that in, in life. And, and talk about humility and, you know, apology being very professional. Listen, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have said that to you. My tone was way off base. I was angry. Wow. Ha. My uh, defenses go way down if a student does that. Oh, but let's say you fired oh, yeah. off that hot email, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, you know, not right. Uh, <laughs> you know, what do you what, well give some give some encouragement to students around that, around professional emails and because uh, I think we're talking one face to face, but I also want to go over into email where sometimes folks aren't as disciplined. They're maybe a little freer. Mm-hmm. How can we encourage students to thrive even in the written world as well, email? I think when you're emailing somebody, you need to think about, are you, what, would you say this? Would, first of all, would you say this? And would you say this in the way that you have put it down in an email if that person were looking at you face-to-face? Like before, That's a good if suggestion. You're, if you're yeah, angry, like you're that. angry. You know, of course you're going to get angry. Of course you're going to get frustrated, embarrassed, disappointed, whatever it might be. And just like we model for our clients – how to find these coping skills and react to other people in ways that will help them. We're trying to do that with students too. Mm-hmm. So hammer out, if you need to hammer out that email, just make sure you don't hit send. Word document first. Word document and then cut and paste. <laughs> right. But hammer it out and then look at it and say, hmm, if I was face to face with Dr. Warden right now, would I say these words and would I say them in this way? Yeah. And if you would, and you do send it, then we're probably going to have a conversation with you about professionalism mm-hmm. and and try to help you figure out some better coping skills for yourself. Right. Right. Because, you know, Bob, I'm, mm-hmm. it, um, yes. you know, I know we say we're not going to judge, but we're also, it's, it's, it is a professional 
service to say this is inappropriate. And we do that. That's an important part of it gatekeeping. Is. It is, um, yes. You know, Tammy, you're mentioning their client welfare. And so us modeling for the student counselors, how it is they're going to be with clients and um, how it is they're going to be with colleagues. Mm-hmm. You know, how is it they're going to thrive in the business world through professional communication, yeah. professional interactions. Because so it's, it's kind of like learning to be counselors. I mm-hmm. mean, in, mm-hmm. in some ways, as you're seeing a client, they're going to say things that are very frustrating. That'll be against your values, your beliefs. You know, mm-hmm. how do you regulate your own reaction right. to be in a helping relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. in a therapeutic relationship? And the same thing yeah. in a professional relationship. Yeah. You know, are you able to regulate your own reactivity in such a way that produces um, the ability for you to get what you want rather than firing off an email mm-hmm. and just sharing out of your frustration. Yeah. Okay. Just like it's yeah. not going to help a client to look at him and say, what in the heck fire were you thinking? I know. <laughs> that was country. does not help to look at your professor either and say, what in the heck what? fire were you thinking? Heck <laughs> 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 fire. help you figure out a different way to say that. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, good. So you listener might be wondering, well, gosh, I mean, you've got a problem. No, we don't. But these do occur. You know? <laughs> these, these do occur periodically because why? Wow, this is intense work at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we as humans do have reactions, and they're not always, you know, well-timed, edited reactions. So that's what we're saying. <laughs> you know, take a little time, edit. Uh, back to Tammy, what you were saying, just be open to the process. Um, let's let's kind of expand now a little bit more. Let's talk about, gradu- Bob, you mentioned graduate-level work uh, mm-hmm. there, I believe, uh, somewhere in there. Um, how can students thrive in terms of graduate level work? You know, how is it? Because it is different. It's, it is. You know, um, mm-hmm. what's the good? What's the good guidance there? Um, I want you to think beyond what is on the page. Think beyond what you read. Think beyond what we talk about in class. Think beyond what your professor tells you. Um, we really want you to engage your brain. You don't have to agree with or believe everything you read or hear or see. But we want to know, we want you to dig in to the thought processes behind that. Here's what I think, and this is why I think this way. Um, So it's not a spitting out what we give you. It's Mm -hmm. not just a, here's a definition of this theory, and then you spit it back out. We want you to actually think about, does that make sense to me? Would I ever use this, and why would I use this? And those are the kinds of discussions we have in class. So another way to thrive is read the stuff that we're recommending that you read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we understand that you can't read everything all the time, that mm-hmm. sometimes you've got too much going on in your life, in your other classes. Do the best you can. We're looking for patterns. So as, as a norm, prepare, read, but also question. We want you to question what you're hearing, what you're reading. Mm -hmm. So go beyond what's on the page. Okay. Mm -hmm. We don't want to just feed it to you and you spit it back out. We want you to chew it up like a cow chews its cud, digest it a little (laughs) bit, come back with it. We're back and forth to the hills. And, back, I was going to say back, yeah. to, back to the farm. Bob. Back to the farm. Yeah, that's right. right. So there's there's active listening. Yes. Synthesis, critical analysis. Um, and, and really kind of that application piece. Like, what does this mean to me as a student? And have I been open to the other uh, perspectives? Adding that in as well. Um, so it's not just, oh, she said I didn't have to, you know, believe it. I don't believe it. Don't don't choose <laughs> it. Thank you, next. No, it's, it's an active process of really weighing out that critical analysis and, and then applying it uh, for myself as, a, as an individual, but then in the broader world of, of counseling as well. Sure. Uh, 
Oh, and I think also, too, is just be very clear about what the assignment is asking of you. Because mm-hmm. I'll find some folks will not complete the assignment <laughs> completely. <laughs> they'll have aspects of it, and there'll be something missing, and just to, to have that. So it's okay to ask questions about that mm-hmm. and take time to, to look over what's expected mm-hmm. for the work that you're doing. Makes and me be clear about that. Time management. Time management is part of it. So that helps folks thrive too, doesn't it? It yeah. sure does. Yes. Right. This is a it's a commitment, you know, where you are sometimes some of you are taking off work or you're uh, putting family some parts of family life on hold or you know, or you you're balancing a lot. How, I mean there are many different we get folks of, of from all mm-hmm. different you know, stages in life and um, you know, and so you know, there, there's a time management element that, that will absolutely help you thrive um, in this uh, the Department of Counseling and in graduate training in general uh, as well. Um, what else? So I'm thinking about um, we've kind of hit on commitment. It's, you know, it goes maybe somewhat without saying you need to come with a commitment, but it is worth saying again, come with a commitment, mm-hmm. being open, uh, managing your time well, including sometimes you're reading everything. Sometimes you're having to, you know, really be selective about what it is you're reading, always applying critically, you know, processing and applying. Um, what else here for for thriving in the program? What you got, Tammy? Um, I was going to say I would invite people to view their discomfort maybe mm. in a different way than they have before. Okay. That okay. sometimes when yeah. we, most of the time when we get uncomfortable with something, we just, we want to hightail it the other way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what we need to do is lean into it. Mm. So when you're feeling uncomfortable about something, it's probably stirring something in you. Also, when you start noticing things in other people, that also could be inviting you to look at something about yourself. Mm. So trying to put on some different perspectives. Like mm. don't don't always don't always try to get rid of the discomfort. Don't always try to run the other way from it. Sometimes you want to just walk right into it mm-hmm. and see what it's about. So good. I mean, that's exactly what you, as a future student at Wake Forest University Department of Counseling you know, would have to do as a professional counselor, Mm -hmm. either clinical mental health counselor or school counselor, is sit with other people's discomfort. And how can we do that effectively if we're not willing to do it, you know, for ourselves, to, to not run from it, which might be instinctive, but to really examine it. Why am I feeling uncomfortable? What does this mean about me? What is the opportunity here for me? to move in, to lean into this discomfort. There's this, yes. I tell students, this is not accounting. Mm-hmm. You know, there's formulas, <laughs> right? It's not statistics. There, you know, um, this is not formulaic in that way. It's, it's relational and it's dynamic. And um, to be able to obviously, you know, to, to do that work with clients, we're going to have to begin doing it or, or deepening ourselves in those practices of doing that for ourselves. And I would say, I don't know, one of y'all maybe have said it beginning. This is the beginning of doing that, kind of a new beginning if you already were someone, you know, kind of given to those practices of self-reflection mm-hmm. and openness to change. It's a new beginning. Now you're doing it within a professional framework, right, so that you mm-hmm. can go on out and do that effectively with clients. This is good stuff. We yes, students do thrive yes. here. We, well, I mean, this do. is you know, I, I think some students like next podcast, please. I've got all this. I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> um, but I, I do think you know, I do think for for many many folks, they don't know exactly. Well, how does this work? What should I expect to get from my counseling training? Um, these are some of those things. What is it the faculty want for me, from me even, but for me? 
um, and then it's this kind of growth. This is what we want for students um, so that they will be effective, thriving counselors. Not just effective, thriving students, but the counselor That's thereafter. Right. Keep That's thriving. That's right. All right. Anything else? We can always invite questions. If you have other questions <laughs> about how to thrive, um, where to park, <laughs> you know, when to register, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so anyway, we, we're good with helping those logistics. We've got lots of great folks in the department. Bobby mentioned advisors as well. Lots of resources for students. Um, I would even say, you know, for our clinical supervisors out in the field, for our alumni, for friends of the program, you know, we, we try to maintain relationships. That's another reason we're so invested right now is this is not just a two years, three years and done. Mm-hmm. We'd like to see you at conferences. We would like to know that you're still in the field 10 years from now, that you didn't just come and, you know, uh, invest at a, at a you know, lesser level, a more shallow level. You invested all in. We went all in. And um, that's certainly what we as, as a faculty here in the Department of Counseling at Wake Forest University are, are trying to accomplish all in. And that requires openness, professionalism on our part, We're very committed to gatekeeping to make sure the best counselors go forward and do the best work for their communities. All right, Tammy, nice. got anything else? I hate to close out you without can. just one last check. No, Anybody, Bob? Hmm. We're right, good. Again. Well, Tammy, thank you for being with us. Dr. Thanks Tammy Cashwell, come back soon. You hear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speed up. Stay a while. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Uh, all three of us are North Carolina natives, and so uh, we do sound a little North Carolina. <laughs> but we appreciate you listening and uh, Bob it was fun again I, and it I, was, I believe if I've got it right yes. I think I think we did it did we, we did it we, we did, did it again, again.